Welcome to College Q&A. I'm Justin Myrick, and recently my son Drake said I need new intro music. So let's do this. Hey, Dad, how about some college questions? Let's hear them. Let's hear them. All right, we are live with our newest episode. The question, how do I deal with fear? Fear is such a real part of our lives. And while many want to ignore this reality or simply want to act as if it doesn't affect them, wisdom says you have to acknowledge it so that you can deal with it. And I'll be honest, this whole pandemic has bred an enormous amount of fear in people. I know the virus is real, and I know it has negatively impacted our world in a very real way. Yet the stay home, stay safe message is misleading. It implies that to leave home is not safe. Well, that's actually true, but it's always been true. Every day you wake up and leave home is an opportunity for danger. It's insanity that people are now demanding a 100% safe way of living, as if that's possible. Folks, life is dangerous, and even without leaving home, even the ones you think you can trust, like family. When Adam and Eve were kicked out of the garden because of their sin, guess what? The world got dangerous, and it got dangerous real quick. Not long after, murder. Cain murders his brother Abel. And I bring this up to help us understand the reality of fear and the reality of possible dangers. The idea that we will not have to face fears on this side of eternity is a lie. So then what do we do? If we cannot remove everything that will potentially hurt or harm us, what's our response? That's what this episode is about. Everyone wrestles with fear to some degree or another, and everyone responds to it differently. In this episode, we'll explore a few aspects of how to deal with it in a healthy way and probably take a note of a few unhealthy responses to fear as well. That can be beneficial because by identifying unhealthy responses, you can easily recognize if your mind and heart are starting to go down that unhealthy path. In this episode, we are joined by my good friend, Josh Rohr. Josh and his wife, Ashley, were students at Arkansas Tech and are now living in San Diego, California. Josh is serving with the North American Mission Board and helping with a local church plant in the city. They both just welcomed a new baby boy to their home. He's a godly man, faithful to the task God has called him to. And I'm excited for us to listen in as he shares how he has dealt with fear in his life. Here's what Josh had to say. Hey, Justin. Um, super excited that you're having me on. Um, just thank you. It's been cool to see how much your podcast has taken off. And I'm just going to dive right into it. And we, uh, the question about dealing with fear, I think it's really easy to, to look at my wife and I when we decided to make the decision that we were going to move to serve out here in San Diego. And naturally, as a young married couple that doesn't have a lot of money and still in the process of figuring life out, um, the idea of moving to a place and essentially starting over with finding new jobs, selling all of our possessions, looking for a home, that that obviously and easily raises an incredible amount of fear. And it would for anybody. Just any life change tends to bring out fear with us, especially for someone as young as I am. And I think that the thing we were always focused on was the external situations. How are we going to pay for this? How, what are the logistics? Um, what if God isn't really calling us out here? All these things are going through our mind, right? And we're just 
almost paralyzed by all this fear. But then we look at how much God has provided for us in the past. And even in our disobedience, God has been faithful. And I think that that was a big driving factor with taking those next steps, just remembering how faithful God has been. And I think that something that we um, tend to look at and tend to forget is that Jesus has always been there for us with his arms extended to pull us out of the situation. Um, The first thing I like to think about is when Peter walks on the water. We all know that story. Peter steps out of the boat and begins to walk on the water towards Jesus. But Peter is so distracted by all the circumstances around him that he begins to sink. And as we see uh, Peter sinking, and we understand why he's freaking out, the wind's howling, he's in the middle of this sea, there's so much going on. It would drive anybody to be afraid. But as Peter's thinking he's going to drown, he doesn't notice that Jesus is right there with his arm extended, ready to pull him out. And I think that that's so true of us as Christians today. We are so focused on everything else going on that we forget that Jesus is right there. And so for my wife and I, something that has been such a big focus is no matter where we're at, no matter what we're doing, and no matter what is going on, we need to keep our eyes on Jesus because we see that Peter didn't begin to sink until he took his eyes off of Jesus. And I think that that says a a lot. And I think that as long as we keep our eyes on what matters, then we won't sink. We might feel like it. I'm not saying that there's not going to be trials and tribulations along the road, But something that has just been an encouragement to us is that God has just been so faithful to us Um, because within that fear and all those um, externals and all those logistics that were just honestly holding us back from almost even committing to coming out to San Diego at all, we've, after making that decision and just seeing God's faithfulness, God has provided beyond what we need as we've moved out here. God is taking, always taking care of our um, housing, our food, our jobs. God is, it's, God has just given us so much favor and just, I, it's just, I'm floored by how good God has been as I talk about this, because it just reminds me of how good God is moving to San Diego. Um, my, my beautiful baby boy was born here. Um, my wife is originally from here and we've just seen so many lives change for the cause of Christ. In the last two years, we've seen about eight people um, make the decision to follow Jesus. And I just, it's just a blessing to see how much God has moved. And I think that when we think about fear, we need to remember that God has provided before. God will provide again. But I think it's important that we remember where are we looking? Are we looking at towards Jesus? And though we are in the storm and we are going through it, we know where the exit is. We know where our refuge is. Or are we like Peter, just kind of flailing around in the water with looking like fools when our life jacket, our, our savior is right next to us with his hands extended. Thanks for having me on, Justin. Well, I'm grateful to hear from Josh. And it's always good to connect with our San Diego church planning partners and always good just to keep our connection with them, especially with this summer, not having the chance to send our students out there for the Jensen project. Uh, we appreciate Josh doing the, the podcast with us. And what a great challenge about how to handle fear. You know, he said it so clear, keep our eyes on Jesus. I love this because it's something we can remember when fear hits. The truth is fear is a part of life, as we've mentioned before. 
And there's lots of things that can lead to fear. It can vary from person to person. You know, fear of heights, spiders, public speaking, the list goes on. But I think Josh brought up a great example and a good observation. He said that any life change tends to bring out fear. Change. That certainly can bring out fear. And it's something that I think certainly in the season of college life and even those few years beyond college, in that figuring it out stage, there's a lot of change that can take place. And sometimes that can lead to fear, mainly because there's just a lot of questions you have that aren't getting answered. And I love hearing his story of how he and his wife had to wrestle with fear as they felt God leading them to San Diego. Did you notice what helped him battle that fear? He had history with God. When they look back to see how God had been faithful in their life, even in moments of disobedience, it gave them confidence to be brave and move forward. I love that because we all have history with God, but sometimes we forget that. We're forgetful people and we need to be reminded. So the better question is, have we stopped to think about our history with God? Have we looked back and taken notice of all the times He has proved faithful to us, to provide for us, to care for us, to look out for us? This is such a healthy thing to do. And I love how hearing Him give testimony to that helped them to have courage to do what He was leading them to do. Have you ever noticed how many times in Scripture you see the phrase, do not fear or do not be afraid? Repetition is something to pay attention to. And you see this all throughout Scripture, Old Testament, New Testament. You see it in the Psalms and Proverbs. It's all throughout there. And you also see this interesting theme and thread of fear God, right? Here's what to fear God. And here's all the things not to fear, right? And I love how the fear of God, a reverent fear of God, drives out other fears that we face. Fear of man, fear of heartbreak, fear of making the wrong decision, and it goes on and on. Fear God, and He'll give you courage to walk through this life. He'll give you wisdom to know how to handle the challenges you are presented with right now. But a lack of fearing God will most likely lead to a fear of everything else in this world. I love Isaiah 41.10. It's one of those passages among many others. The scriptures read, So do not fear, for I am with you. Do not be dismayed, for I am your God. I will strengthen you and help you. I will uphold you with my righteous right hand. I also think of Joshua 1.9 when the question God gives is, have I not commanded you? You think about that. Have I not commanded you? And then what was the command he was reminding him of? Be strong and courageous. Do not be afraid. One thing to consider is, what happens if we let fear get the best of us? A few episodes back, we talked about learning to obey God. Can I share a little wisdom with you? I believe every act of obedience has some amount of fear to overcome if you're actually going to obey. Fear can paralyze us, keep us from truly living. Do you know one of the scariest moments of my life, and I think this is absolutely one of the scariest moments for any man on the earth, it was the day I was preparing to propose to Brooke. It doesn't matter how much confidence you have in her saying yes, it's a terrifying moment. But think about it. 
what propels a man to take the leap and overcome the fear? For me, it was simple. I wanted the chance at the adventure together with my wife. And if I let fear rule, I miss out on the best years of my life. Life is meant to be spent, not played safe. Is it scary? Yeah, but is it worth it? Absolutely. There is no fear in love, but perfect love drives out fear. Do not fear and do not be afraid. Sometimes it's easier said than done, but nonetheless, that is the command that's given. But I think it starts with a proper reverent fear of God and coming back to those things that Josh reminded us of. You know, when we're, when we're in those moments of fearful things happening, Josh is right. In the midst of fear, keep your eyes on Jesus. Remember the history that you have with God and remember that God is right there with you. He'll never leave you. He'll never forsake you. And we can face our fears and have courage and be brave, keeping those things in mind. Well, I want to thank you for joining in on today's episode. If you are enjoying the podcast, I do want to encourage you to subscribe today. We've got more episodes lined up, and I'm excited to get those out to you. By subscribing, you'll get notifications when a new episode hits. And I want to invite you to keep asking questions. Let's keep these discussions going. It's needed and it's healthy. Until next time, I'm Justin Myrick, encouraging us all to stay connected to church, connected to each other, and most importantly, connected to the God we love and serve. God bless.